Hey everybody and welcome to Dirty Work Minute. It's the podcast where we're watching the 1998 Norm Macdonald film Dirty Work one minute at a time and I'm one of your hosts David K. Jones. And my name is John Yabez and today we have a very very special guest. Ah. I'm excited because uh, I hope you guys really liked uh, the Silverback Gorillas because they don't exist anymore. <laughs> Thanks to this man, acclaimed extinct sushi chef, master chef, Coast Niners here. Yay! Yay! Are you trying yes. to give yourself your own applause? Thank you for having me on the show. And I would like to give a special shout out to Thumbness, who referred me to the white horn rhino. Thank yeah. you, Thumbness. Thumbness, that's uh, somebody you met on social media. No. That's someone's name. He called me. He called? Thumbness called yeah, me? Yeah, using this special uh, extinct sushi hotline. Oh, you have a hotline. I do have a hotline. You want to you wanna plug the number? What's the number to that hotline? No, because you'll need to know the hotline if you can use it. Oh, it's only for like poachers and stuff, I guess. Yeah, if you don't know it, you're not going to be able to use it. Gotcha, gotcha. One of them deep black market stuff. Yeah, it's, like, it's on the, uh, the dark web. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, it's on the dark web. Let's say that. <laughs> so like, uh, I was going to ask if, what those giant spiders you made sushi out of for lunch today for us. Well, that wasn't extinct sushi. That oh. was just giant spiders. It's just bad spiders. Oh, okay. Yeah, giant spiders will never die. No. Yeah, that's true, because they, they'll eat anything. Yeah, yeah. And there's, there's a whole bunch of them, yeah. And the giant spiders I use, uh, one of you kill one, one is magically born out of spider eggs. Oh, okay. Yeah. And if there are no spider eggs, the smallest dogs uh, become spider eggs. Oh. They become spider dogs. eggs and then hatch into spiders? They just, like, small dogs just, like, implode. Like, have you ever seen Galaxy Quest? And they suck the uh, alien up into the ship. That's what a spider egg looks like. It just looks like a giant flesh ball <laughs> where spiders come out of it. Giant spiders. And it's just the whatever dog happens to be the smallest in the world at that time. Whatever the smallest is. It could be a Great Dane's baby growing up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They technically are the smallest. If they, all the if tiny they are. dogs are dead. Yeah. Thank you for all that information, Kat. Yeah. So, You're everybody, welcome. please, if you see a giant spider, don't kill it because we only have so many of those that you can kill before yeah, we you lose know, all the small dogs. We all know somebody who knows a Fifi. Don't let Fifi become a spider egg. Yeah, do your part. Yeah, and don't, don't kill giant spiders. Only let the professionals, because we know how to conserve and to ensure that Fifi's do not turn into spiders. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Speaking, speaking of uh, professionals, uh, we're talking about minute 26 today of Dirty Work. Such a great minute. Yeah. And it starts It starts with Mitch in front of a fountain, finishing a sentence saying, there's gotta be a first, like the guy who first thought of delivering pizza to people's houses. And ends with Trailer Howard's character saying, it's not Mildred, it's Kathy. Her name is Kathy. Fun fact, the first person to deliver a pizza was really high off marijuana, and he was given marijuana in return for him delivering the pizza. Oh, it's a vicious cycle. Yeah. yeah. Since he was high on marijuana, he probably worked at a pizza place. He's like, boss man, uh, let's just start giving people pizzas. <laughs> and his boss was down with that. Yeah. Especially when he talks in tongue twisters like that. Yeah, he was high. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah high yeah, people yeah. are constantly... And tongue yeah. twisters. Think about high people. They have ideas all the time, but yeah. they can't execute them. That's why they need to have bosses that execute the plans for them. Oh well, yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's just general management there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, no, thank you for the business advice. Yeah, there's the people, that the, the idea people, and then there's the, yeah. the action yeah. people. Business tip four two five nine six. If you know somebody who's high. You should use their ideas. Wow, yeah. You got you have a book or something? Or you got that from him? Or? No, just this, a number. I randomly picked. 
Oh, so you don't have a running list of business tips? No. I just, I just I picked what number if I had to rank business tips, and that's like number uh, four. It's, it's changing numbers. Yeah. I would say there's probably 4,000 other things you should do with your business before yeah. you use like, your high friends ideas. If you are around somebody who's high and has ideas, that should be a uh, business tip number one, because then it becomes a number one useful tip for you. Oh. Is, is this how you got your idea for becoming an extinct sushi chef? Or? No, it's just tip number... 543. If there's a dead oh, extinct up animal, you should just serve it to strangers and see if they like it. It's yeah, actually, they'll be honest about it. If you serve yeah, it to your friends or yeah, family, then yeah. they'll it, it's actually a little it, smoke. It's actually something like I stole from a high fourth grader. He was like, <laughs> Timmy, will you eat this for $5? What did Timmy say? You paid him? No, I saw Timmy pay somebody $5 for to make somebody eat something weird. It's like, why don't I just do that with this silverback gorilla? Yeah, but the people will pay you for it. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm not going to do what Timmy did. I'm going to do what smart person would. Yeah, I, I feel like that should be number one business tip. Yeah, don't pay somebody to eat something. They pay you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have a business where people pay you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a business if you're paying people. <laughs> if it is, you're, it's a bad business. Yeah. How does a, how does a silverback gorilla taste like? I don't eat my own food. <laughs> <laughs> a I good know, chef never does. I, I know that that goes against every single rule in the culinary world, but that's not what you do. Look, if something's extinct, it's probably not very good for you, or else it'd still be alive. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. Nobody eats things that are good for them. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, do you eat vegetables? Me? Yeah. Personally? Yeah. Uh, sometimes it just so, depends. Are they good for you? I, I hope so. Do you smother <laughs> them in gravy and salt and pepper. Oh, I mean, like sometimes they'll probably be a little salted or yeah. some butter. Yeah, some salt, butter. Maybe. The salt and butter's not good for you. That's why you don't just eat the vegetables. You eat the salt and pepper. The Degraded in flavor with the vegetables. Yeah, and, and vegetables are never going to go extinct, or they are going to go extinct. I'm having trouble following this. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Look, the... <laughs> like fruits and vegetables are only going to go extinct if we allow our conserve, conservate, whatever it's called, conservation. Yeah, in, in, in the Arctic to thaw out and flood. Oh yeah, the uh, the if, seed bank. Yeah, if we ever let the seed bank get flooded, we're all screwed. I've got bad news for you, Phil. What? John, John, show them on your phone that breaking news. Oh, yeah. Guys, from uh, three months ago. Yeah, breaking news from three months ago. Uh, the the sea bank has melted. No. It's full of water it's now. It's full of water now, yeah. Good thing my sea bank is still oh, safe. Oh, cool. Oh. Put, put it away. You, you set us up for a fun. <laughs> So this is a uh, <laughs> quick announcement that the Seed Bank Emporium Extinct Dinner Salad Buffet is happening in two weeks. <laughs> Tickets are, are too expensive for you. <laughs> it's going to happen at whatever restaurant happens to be closed that night. I mean, it's not ex- too expensive for a lot of people, just too expensive for you, the listener, who doesn't have enough money. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty uh, presumptive of our of our audience. Well, I mean, it's a free podcast. So it's yeah. not like they're paying for it. Look, I'm talking to people who are listening to me right now. <laughs> the people that actually can't afford it aren't listening at this moment. They know to turn away. Yeah, they, they, people with money will turn a podcast off the second they hear a pun. <laughs> exactly. That's how I get them to turn things off so I can tell important information yeah. oh, gotcha, to people gotcha. who don't need it. So I was thinking the other day about a pun. Making a pun is like ripping a fart. Like, no matter how funny it is when you do it, like, nobody else in the room is going to congratulate you for doing it, no matter how much you enjoy it. They're probably running out of the room. Yeah. It's the rules of four. Uh, <laughs> the first three might not work, but the fourth one will. 
You're talking about f- farting four times. No, I'm talking about the fourth fart. The same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, the fourth fart. You ever hear somebody fart three times? And you're like, that's not funny fourth time. It's hilarious. Yeah, I think it's only funny if someone goes, hey, stop that. It's not funny. <laughs> and then they fart. And then I think that I think that's a good situation that's, to fart. I do, the fart. Oh, yeah. I do enjoy the fart as a response to somebody telling you to do something. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. good, too. I, like, I kind of like the surprise farts, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> kind of like someone just jumps onto a couch too fast or something. Yeah. You know, just let one rip. Now, there's two types of surprise farts. You're talking about the surprise fart where somebody else farts. It's like, oh, I didn't expect that. Or where you're just sitting there and you just fart. Well, yeah, maybe maybe it has to do something with like a, an action. Like you spontaneously yeah. doing something. You're stretching like, and it just comes out. Yeah, like if you were like, oh my god, a slide. I haven't been down one of those in so, a long time. <laughs> you just hop on top and then just, you just let it go at the top and it falls you all the way down. <laughs> it's just right in the face of the person that's yeah, standing behind, behind you. you. <laughs> that's pretty surprising. Surprising part. My favorite surprise part are when somebody says "I love you" and your response you just <laughs> let one out. Well, it's because like, does it catch you off guard? You just you didn't expect it, or yeah, that's just your response to anyone that tells you that they love you. Just the person's so horrible that it makes your stomach churn. <laughs> someone told you that they loved you. You thought they were horrible and it made your stomach churn, so you farted. No, that didn't happen to me. The closest thing that happened, <laughs> the closest thing to that happening. When somebody said, hey, I really, really like you, and I just started laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> My God, Cal. What is your problem? <laughs> Who is this lady? Uh, I don't, don't, don't give out her name. I just feel bad for her. I wanted to, like... Yeah. How old were you? Uh, I was, like, 19. Oh, <laughs> oh 19. Well, hey, I'm going to be honest with yeah. you guys. Well, things are different in Japan. <laughs> yeah, it's, things are very different in Japan. Yeah, Japan's way different. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'm gonna tell a story. I uh, I once called a girl ugly. Oh. When I was yeah, it was you know I was a second grader. Right. I didn't know much about the world. <laughs> All my friends just kept telling me that if if if, if I let her touch me, I get cooties, <laughs> and I believed them. You know what I'm saying? Like. I understand. Yeah. yeah. And so like this this girl had this crush on me. And I didn't want her to have his crush on me. So I asked him what I could do. And they said, oh, the best thing to do is sing her the ugly song. <laughs> you guys know the ugly song? Yeah. No, what is the yeah, ugly sing song? Yeah, let's sing it together. You, you know the ugly song? I don't know. I want to learn it. Uh, you, can, we you know, David? can we put like, the lyrics at the bottom of the screen so they can sing along? This yeah, with this the little bouncing ball. This is a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually podcast with a video. This is not one of those. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, ready? Yeah. Three, two, two one. U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi, you ugly. Yeah, yeah, you ugly. Woo! Yeah. Oh, I know that song. <laughs> I just know it by a different name. What's, what other name could that song have? Alibi. <laughs> oh, yeah, you That's ain't... That's the only other word. <laughs> God damn it, God. <laughs> Anyways, I decided to sing this to yeah. her at my school. You saw these rolly... Roller skating parties. I don't know if you guys ever went to those. No. No. So you went that, to school in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, I we did. We had rollerblading parties. Oh, yeah, rollerblading. <laughs> Wait, was it roller skating or rollerblading? Well, both. You can't have both. You, you could have. Mine, mine did. No, there's going to be a fight. Yeah, I think like roller skates what? were for the poor kids and the, yeah, the, the rich kids that's, had the that's rollerblades. What, that's what I used no. to ride because I was poor. I yeah. thought the poor kids had rollerblades and the roller skates were for the uh, really rich uh, Scotty kids. Who were no, like, you're, oh, think, you're thinking about We don't have to go fast. We can just walk. <laughs> I think you're thinking about snowboarding and skiing. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of the opposite that way. Yeah, I, have you ever seen somebody roller skate gracefully? Yes. 
on TV. I tried roller skating once, and it was just me stopping my feet up and down. <laughs> oh, man, it's not walking, Joe. <laughs> I, don't know. I didn't know how to roller skate. Yeah. Rollerblading was easy. But, uh, anyways, I sang the song to her. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she, she didn't say anything. She just kind of rolled off. Oh. And all my friends were like, you did it! And I was yeah. kind of like, you know, pumping my fists. Yeah. And they were pumping their fists. And this, But this girl just kept roll, she kept skating around the rink. And she was, getting, she was going faster and faster. <laughs> right? And then, like, my friends kind of got scared. They're like, hey, maybe you should, like, apologize to her. Because she just seems to be skating nonstop at a very fast yeah. pace. So, like, I tried to, like, get her attention, you know? Like, I tried waving at her. And then I noticed that she had made eye contact with me, and she just didn't break eye contact with me. So I was like, oh, she sees me. She wants to slow down, and, you know, I can apologize. But she just kind of came around the rink, and they came straight at me. And then literally, like, open hand, <laughs> palm, just, just like, rat, like, slapped me in, my, in front of my face so hard. It felt like a punch. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's powerful enough to like push me back on my rollerblades, you know, and the like my nose just busted up and just, yeah. it was like just blood started flowing down my face at a crazy rate, and I start like I remember I started crying, <laughs> and immediately everyone started laughing at me, and then she she got her like she got her vindication, it made me look like a fool. That sounds like it would have been a great moment in an anime. Just, just you oh, tell yeah. girl. U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi, you ugly, you ugly. And then she powers up her finishing move. Like, yeah. he's spinning around faster and yeah. faster around it. And she just slaps you in the face. Yeah, well, you know. Blood everywhere. Things are things are different in Japan, right? Yeah, That's things a, are very different in Japan. But you were telling that story. I thought you were going to say she's Wiccan because the Wiccans have this spell where if you kill yourself while making eye contact, <laughs> your soul could completely devastate the other one. <laughs> why, why, why are you trying to associate women with, like, superpowers? <laughs> Because women have superpowers. You have superpowers too, John. Oh, yeah, that was my superpower. No, you don't realize what it is until you go through excruciating pain. Gotcha. Yeah. Have you ever been called UGL while you ain't got no alibi? Uh, probably been called much worse. <laughs> Not a lot of time. Have been called those exact words? Ugly, no. No, oh, no I haven't, haven't even sung it. I haven't had like, it's never even sung to me that way. If you, if you have it sung to you in that way, you will gain powers. Is you will true? never get those powers, because you will never have that moment. I feel like there's more to you, Ko, <laughs> than you being a master chef. I feel like uh, yeah, you're a master of look, love. Yeah, look, man. she gained the power to go super fast and get blood out of your face using an <laughs> open-handed slap. <laughs> Can you do that, John? Maybe if I was going about like you know ten, like thirteen or fifteen miles per hour around the You said she was riding roller skates, right? Yeah. Who can ride roller skates ten miles per hour? Yeah, she I think was, a lot of people can't go. She was You're just bad at roller skates, man. You try to walk or something. You try to do some weird walking thing. Cause that's not how roller skates work. <laughs> so, listeners, if you know how roller skates work, please tweet us at Dirty Work Minute. And give us some uh, roller skating lessons. So this minute, yes, it's a very minute. special minute because it has the uh, the trailer moment, the the trailer Howard moment, but also the moment from the trailer when Norm Macdonald, as Mitch says, you know what, people are going to pay us a lot of money to do their dirty work. Dun, dun, dun. Roll credits. You know what I'm saying? It's always it's always good when you include the title of your movie somewhere in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Especially something as as, as uh, obvious as that. Yeah. How right. many 
how many times is too much to include it in your movie? Probably twice. They included it in the title of the star, didn't they? They did. They did, and they're going to say it more, I'm sure, in, yeah. in further minutes. That means they're going to say too much. Yeah. Is that a spoiler? No. No? The movie is called Dirty Work, so <laughs> I don't think we should make people feel like as if that's ruining the movie. I'd like to know who they contacted to get a nice sign put up in their storefront so quickly. Yeah, because that was probably like the same day, or yeah. the next day, right? Yeah. And it was like not late in the day, it was like a Pretty time early. of day people would get, get things done would be yeah, up. That's true. And we, and we, know, that, we know that Mitch and Sam do not do construction. Right, so they didn't so do it. So they definitely didn't put that sign up there. It's it a good question, Kyle. It was a plot device saying they did not know construction. Yeah, so speaking of plot devices... You know, you also had Trailer Howard appear yeah. very conveniently across the street. Yeah, once they were done with their conversation with Kirkpatrick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, who's also a great part in that minute where they were negotiating yeah. the rent. More like the the landlord, landlord was saying, hey, just pay rent on time, don't wreck the place. Yeah. We'll be fine. Do you think the landlord was really desperate? Because I don't think a landlord would come out within, like, hours notice to rent out a place well he did he did threaten them yeah he did threaten them by saying that he'd punch them yeah. in the stomach yeah if they broke any of the rules so and then that was that great moment when mitch said oh yeah if that ever comes up that's sam's department and sam just walks up and has no idea what they're talking about and he's just, he's trying to be a good friend and a good business partner he's like oh yeah yeah that's my department i trust what mitch yeah. is saying that's one of the best traits about having a best friend named sam <laughs> Let me tell you, he's just, he's just filling his role. He's just doing what's expected of him, yeah. and he's doing a great job. Do you think the same could be said if Sam is a female? What are you talking about? You said that's the benefit of having a best friend named Sam. Uh-huh. Yeah. What if it's a female Sam? Is that same same deal. Same thing? The, the, the name Sam is the most important part. Okay. That's okay. like shorthand as a screenwriter for good best friend. Can yeah. Sam be like a super hot, attractive man? He could be that. He could be Sam. could yeah. be anybody. Yeah, you saw Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, think about it like this. If Sam was a, was a lady, uh, you could make, along with her being your best friend, you could have intimate best friend sex with each other. Yeah, you could do that with any Sam. No, yeah. then Norm MacDonald's character would mess it all up. Yeah, oh. but he'd, he'd figure it out by the end, I'm sure. Yeah, life. <laughs> life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You make decisions, you live with them, and then you try to get better. But do you think Norm would mess that up if he had mm. sex with Sam? Doesn't the movie start off where yeah, he messes it up? Yeah, I feel like... It'd be weird for Norm to have sex with with Mitch and and Sam to have sex now because we've already learned that they're brothers. That's true. But I think if that happened a week before, then maybe they could do something. But, like that. but Sam doesn't know that they're brothers. No, Sam doesn't. But but no. Mitch does. Yeah, that, that would make Mitch. What if Sam more evil? Yeah. If, what if Sam drugs Mitch? And Mitch that, doesn't. That would make consent. Sam really evil. Yeah. Because, like, Sam would also, Sam would be a rapist, yeah. and then he would also find out that he had sex with his brother, yeah. which uh, probably, I don't know about you, that would traumatize, well. I think they could, <laughs> yeah, if you had to, like, rank rank the people that it would be traumatizing to to be raped by, I guess, like, relatively, it's it's relatively worse when it's a family member, I guess. It's, it's relatively relative and it's a relative. Yes. Here's the thing. It's always bad. But, yeah. If that did happen, it could still keep the same title. Dirty work. <laughs> yeah, because they're still doing their revenge for hire business. Yeah. I like how you bring us round circle here, Kyle. That's, uh, 
It's an expert podcast. Yeah. yeah. I did enjoy how uh, Norm's character wears a yellow shirt and their logo is in yellow. And yeah, it's just, very coordinated. He's already, he's already thinking ahead. He's a natural business, uh, businessman. Yeah, it's I, synergy. I think that Sam was the one that decided on the color of the logo, and he just looked over his butt. He's like, oh, I like the color of your shirt. Let's make it that color. It's very plausible. Yeah, because they didn't have a lot of time to figure out the color scheme and everything. No. I mean, it's... You know, I think, one the one, I think one of the more amazing things about this movie is the fact that Mitch and Sam don't have a lot of time to do a lot of their schemes, but yet they pull them off yeah. pretty easy. So, I mean... If anything, you gotta give them credit for like pulling off what seems to be almost impossible uh, tricks. Yeah. yeah. Do you think Sam and Norm's character uh, get high off on the side and they don't want to show on the movie, so <laughs> they just these skip are, these, over all the scheming? These parts? are these are a lot of theoreticals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, like, who knows? But yeah. these questions are important to know who these characters actually are. Are they straight-laced people or do they like to party? I mean, it seems like they are not straight-laced and they like to party, but they're also organized enough to open a business for revenge. Yeah, because, I mean, they they care about Pops. They want to raise the money to get him bumped up on that heart list. Yeah. So, like, they... They'll have fun and, and party at night and go to bars and stuff, right? But they, yeah. when it's time to work and make do some revenge, they'll yeah. do that. It doesn't make them bad people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you're, you know, people like to, not nowadays, right? It just seems like people are, are, are a little bit less human when it comes to pursuits, mm-hmm. right? Everyone just kind of expects you to fall in line and just get any type of job, right? And right. then anything outside of that, right? Especially when it starts to sound like a passion. You know, then you start looking like you're kind of lazy, which is ironic because most people work the hardest when they're doing the thing that they're passionate about. Yeah. But, uh, you know, everything's in the eye of the beholder. Right. Yeah, it's all relative. Perception. Yeah. And I think you can only be passionate if you're working hard. I don't think you can be passionate without working hard. No, you can be working pretty hard and hate the job that you're doing, I think. Yeah. No, I, I see mean, it all the time. I mean, you can be working yeah. hard, but it won't be a passion unless you're working hard. Oh, Yeah. But you could also work hard without the passion. Yeah, like somebody could be really into sex, but they don't work hard at it, so they're like, they can't say they have a passion for sex because they're not really working hard for that sex. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I'll tell you who is working hard for some sex is Mitch, because he, yeah. sees, he sees the girl from the bar. He sees Trailer Howard. Yes. He doesn't know her name. Nope. So, like, what would any of us do if we see a girl that like, we didn't know her name, but we recognized her and wanted to get her attention? I wouldn't call her a different name. I'd just like, hey, I remember you. How's yeah. it been? See, that's that's yeah. the, the beauty of Mitch is he's got these great ways of picking up women. I mean, like, I think it was kind of smart for him to come up with a name. Yeah. Because at least it makes it look like he was thinking about it. Yeah. And if you're just a guy on the street and you're yelling at a girl from across the street, right. like, hey, you! <laughs> I know you. Yeah. And like, yeah, he just starts running at him. That's gonna that's gonna raise suspicion. I think I'm gonna use that trick from now on. I'm just gonna call people by the wrong name. Dude, you should you should try, Kyle. Okay, yeah. I will. You never know what's gonna happen. I will. You know, some uh, some lady might get confused, look at you, yeah. and then instantly fall in love. You don't know. Uh-huh. Here's an interesting thing. There was a study done that yeah. said that people are more likely to remember somebody that they do something good for. If you do something good for somebody, you're more likely to remember them than if yeah. somebody did something good for you. Right. Because you feel like you're uh, owed something. Yeah. You, you burn some calories. Well, you know, I think that any opportunity to, to for you to go, don't worry about it. Yeah. I always, always put little brownie points in your, in your <laughs> yeah. corner of feeling good. It does. You know? You don't want to be the guy that's like, 
all right, so now what are you going to do for me? You know what I'm saying? That becomes sinister. Yeah. And it well, becomes uh, unattractive. I, I feel like that's, if you do that, you should become a landlord. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, then you can threaten to punch people in the stomach. Yeah. And yeah. Be, be, I guess in, like, legal, legal-wise, right, it'd be totally legal if it's in the contract. Yeah, I guess so. If he agrees to it. It's yeah. a verbal contract. Yeah. Yeah, verbal contracts are kind of sketchy, though. He didn't yeah, just say, okay, you can punch me. He said, okay, uh, but you have to punch that guy and the guy that said, yeah. So Yeah, there's there's consent all the way around. Yeah. Everybody consented. N- number one lesson here is... Consent. C- consent. Always get, <laughs> always get consent. Yes, always get consent. Always. Rem- remember, kids, you're not an adult until you have consent. Or <laughs> <laughs> the other way around, I think. Yeah. You can't give consent until you're an adult. Oh, yeah. guys of Descartes. Yes. Or what? Descartes? Things are different in, in the Japan. eyes of Descartes. Uh, I thought you said Descartes, like the philosopher. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to drop some kind of philosophy bomb on us. No, no, not right now. Not, not right about now. Descartes. <laughs> oh, man. You guys have anything else for this minute? Oh, uh, so much. It's a good minute. Yeah. You know, I thought, yeah, we're still in that whole setup mode again. You know, we're setting up for the, I guess what we'd call the second act yeah. of the movie. With the actual hard work charts getting done, so I'm excited to to see their I'm excited to see their antics. Or, yeah, I want to see what they what kind of revenge they get hired to do. Yeah. yeah. When I first saw this scene, I thought that the guy that's the landlord was the first person that they were going to be hired by. Ah. So I was like, okay, so if you don't do this correctly, you're going to get punched. I can see that. It's just that he was he was talking about the rent and, and wrecking the place. Yeah. And why but do I, they need a why do they need an actual place? Well this was back before the internet, you know, yeah. pre internet days. If you had a business you had to have a storefront. Yeah, you couldn't just be a guy that showed up. <laughs> like door to door. And that means if they're working there, I don't actually know what's happening next. But if they're working there <laughs> and you saw them behind the counter and then you went to work somewhere, wouldn't you automatically like, I don't trust these people? Because you think that they're they're planning something. Yeah, no, they work for the place. You'd just be like, what is this place? I mean, you're just ask them? I do that all the time. I walk in the stores and I'm like, what do you guys do here? Yeah. <laughs> what's, what, what, what's the response you usually get? Oh, they tell me what the services are because they're being hired to do that. <laughs> yeah. They're paid, they're paid to tell me what they do there. That's work, yeah. I don't know when you're, you're going to tell something extraordinary about your life or something very, very ordinary <laughs> about here's, your life. Here's what you do. You go to Waikiki uh-huh. and you walk to every store and you ask them, so what do you guys do here? <laughs> and they say, we're a hotel or an ABC store. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, for as many samples as they'll give you. <laughs> oh, you're a chef. Do you not have anything you could... Oh, some fun facts? Yeah, any, oh, any cooking tips? Okay, fun <laughs> fact. Yeah, when somebody sure. tells you to somebody tells you to butter the bottom of a pan. Don't flip the pan upside down. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so, uh, oh, oh. Uh, can you can you uh, come back tomorrow and share some more tips? I'll try if the cops don't get me first. No, okay, I hope, yeah. I hope they know. Yeah, me too, man. I as well. Just uh, just lay low for a while. Yeah, it's yes. cool. And if you know anybody by the name of Patricia Thomas Lorenzo II, uh, tell them <laughs> that their tickets are ready for next week's gala. Yeah. We, that will, we will make sure that happens. Yeah, our listeners, if you know that, then do, do that. <laughs> and uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you all tomorrow for Minute 27 of Dirty Work. Yeah. Yeah. Mwah.
Our theme song is Emotional by Aura Bora. You should check them out and a bunch of other awesome bands at failedorbitrecords.com. And we'd like to give special thanks to the Star Wars Minute podcast, through whom all things are possible.